Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Uh, we consider it a great honor to come across your airwaves and just thinking all the time, Stephanie, that we have got to be among the luckiest people on God's green earth. Why is he blessing us with this podcast? Oh, well, I guess he's trying to keep us dependent on him, I think. Wow. <laughs> so here we are. We're still COVID-22. Yeah, there you go. Right on cue. Stephanie coughs. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep thinking I got the last <laughs> cough out. I know. I, <laughs> it's just... Yeah. So, I mean, don't worry. We're hundreds of miles away. We shared it when we were all together. It just passed it around our families. But here's the good news. We got through it halfway through summer. And so now we get summer and fall with some type of immunity, hopefully, before the next batch comes around. Because we, Stephanie started all this back in 19. She started COVID-19 all by herself, laying on floors. They couldn't stand up. It was crazy. They yeah, yes. when you got eight kids, man, that stuff just keeps coming around, and you got nine siblings, and you know cousins, and all kinds of weird things. There's so many people down there that look like each other. I don't even know what to do when I'm around. I can't. <laughs> you're afraid to talk to anybody. They're all related. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, there's uncles and aunts and cousins. I don't know. But uh, I want you to know that Stephanie and Charles were not related when they got married. Neither were Stephanie's parents. Lord I mean, have mercy. No, sir. No, there was no relation there. And and uh, anyway, here we are. What a good looking couple they were. I saw their wedding picture the other day. I was looking at Stephanie's book. I gave it to someone over in London and I was looking at, and you know, we put that picture out there of them being young troops out there. And yeah, and Stephanie, ever since she's turned 50, Stephanie's been a little bit weird, you know, and Folks, Doug just got himself more teasing about you know what. I no, I won't. I won't. I won't. We'll leave it alone. Stephanie is not even forty yet. <laughs> Stephanie's not even forty yet. Anyway, so we come to this word. Uh, we're all done picking, and uh, uh, we we picked a word today. I think Stephanie, it's pretty important. It's pretty important to all of us with PTSD. It's pretty important to everybody who wants to grow in God. And that word's called sanctification. And and sanctification really to, to myself is to, it's a vessel that, you know, you want to bring more honor. Uh, you want to be a vessel that God can use. So we get saved. You can get saved in just a few minutes. Somebody can lead you to the Lord. And if the Holy Spirit of God is dealing with your heart and someone's sitting down showing you scripture, oh, how God can use that individual to prompt your heart. And then God can prompt you and, and you can pray and receive Christ. And I've seen it happen for real in four or five minutes, honestly, where people just say, oh no, man, I, I've needed this. And, and they just throw themselves at God's mercy and get saved. But that's only the beginning. That's not the end. That's the beginning. Now, the next process we call is sanctification, where you want to learn as much as you can. You want to be a vessel that brings honor to God. Uh, You want to be able to be used of the master. So to do that, we want to be studying our Bible. We want to be going to Bible study. We want to be going to church. We want to be growing. 
one of the processes you can use in sanctification is be listening to this podcast right now. And, and most of the time we're pretty serious when we're not picking on each other. And, and so I think sanctification, and I love this one verse that deals with it, Stephanie, and I know you got a few in your mind or a few thoughts I want to let you do. But if a man therefore purge himself from these, talking about from the things of the world, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, prepared unto every good work. So we get saved. We got to put away the things of this world. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you. Uh, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourself holy and acceptable, which is a reasonable service, of God, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. That's that piece in Romans chapter twelve, verse two. Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. That's the process where you get away from the things that conform us to the world, what the world tells us to do. When we don't think the Bible's all sufficient, when we don't think God is all sufficient, that's putting all that stuff away and learning more and more about God. And then Stephanie, we end up at that place where sanctification, training, and being able to be a vessel that can bring honor to God happens, right? Yes. Well, and sanctification is that day by day being um, transformed into the image of Christ. And I think part of that sanctification, understanding that, that sanctification is this broad word, and then underneath we have all these other, you know, different, different terminologies or whatever that we would put under that. But I think of, um, what honestly, what comes to my mind is the idea of being sanctified means we're, we're clay in the potter's hand and we're letting him mold us and make us and we're pliable. We're, we're under his hand, being willing to let him do with us what he needs to do to use us to fulfill the purpose for which he created us. And so surrender, I think, goes very much hand in hand with sanctification, that if we are not surrendered to our Heavenly Father, letting him teach us, letting him sometimes break us, we'll never go through that sanctification process that we need to go through so that we are transformed into his image. Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal, too. And it's, you know, don't ever downplay uh, the growth as a Christian. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't ever downplay that in your life. So I'm here to tell you that there's so much, uh, there's so much good that comes out of knowing your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in a more intimate way. There's so much that, that means that even the Lord in his own words said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And where, where the Lord was praying in, in John 17, he's saying, you know, and we only find truth in the word of God. And Stephanie's yeah. right there. Somewhere along the way, we, we give ourselves to salvation. We surrender to that. But I don't, I just what Stephanie just said, I think there's multiple surrenders that happen in a Christian's life. I think, yeah. I think surrender is real. I think, you know, the Apostle Paul said he had to die daily of the things of this world. I think that's all part of sanctification. I think, you know, I think you just nailed that where you said, well, it's a surrender. And it is. And it's kind of like an everyday surrender that I want to put in less of the world. And because we, we got to understand that what comes into us is what that comes out of us. Yeah. And, and what people are saved with is what they're saved to. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so important that we know the word of God that we're 
navigating through these things, that we're learning these things. And I think that's where we're going. I think that's what this is all about, especially those of us with PTSD and things, you know, we, we sometimes, you know, we're so hypervigilant, which means we're that type of person that may read a book a hundred times. We may want to learn how to do something. Uh, for instance, I know a lady one time I met with PTSD several years ago when we had a conference up in New England and she had from her PTSD, some great things had come out of it. You know, she realized it was a hypervigilance there and she put it to work. She was spicing, splicing rose bushes to go, little roses, big rushes, trees. She had a little part-time business going on the side. Um, and it's being able to take that hypervigilance, being able to take that being wound up, being able to take that pain, being able to take that bitterness, being able to take that OCD and ADHD and turn around and say, God, I want to use all this for you. Mm. And I want to grow more and learn more. And I want to come out the other end. I think that's what this is all about. Yeah. I, I think it's coming out the other end being, you know, a vessel of honor and not that we receive any glory because we don't, uh, there's no yeah. glory for us in heaven. We get a crown and we lay it at our Lord's feet. What is that? Revelation four and five. We heard it preached down at Pensacola. I'm getting ready to preach that message when I'm out there at Emmanuel with you guys. It's got to be oh, done. That's awesome. We got to be in Revelation four and five. It's not going to be the same message. God gave me different stuff, but I mean, I can't tell you how many times over the course of two months I heard a message out of Revelation four and five, just over and over again. Just God beating on us, showing us His glory, His honor, how high and lifted up He is, how great He is, and we get caught up in the junk of this world. And uh, that's what yeah. sanctification is all about. Throw the junk yeah. aside, throw the things of this world aside and teach me about God. Uh, you mm. be the potter. I be the clay. Now, what are those two songs? You be the potter. I be the clay. And what's the one teach me about God? Have, what song? Yeah. Well, have thine own way Lord. Yeah. Uh, has both of those. There it is. It. Yeah. Yeah. Teach me. Yeah. There we go. And that's why we have uh, Stephanie, our songbird with, we haven't let her sing lately. She's got COVID going on. I would ask her today. I just saw, I don't, I want to set her up where nobody kills her music and we're just going to leave it there. All right. So we're in the book of pro. What? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. There's something that seemed weird about that laugh, almost devious. And, uh, It was something weird. Hey, about. I have to be a little devious. I mean. All right. All right. Emmy came in looking for pizza, so that probably sparked everything. You know, and pizza, it's on my mind. <laughs> We're in the book of Proverbs. We're in chapter 21. And, and look at this verse here, number 20. It says, there is a treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spend it up. So here we are again. Foolish people. They, get, they squander things, man. Um. Yeah. And, but, but, you know, the wise man or woman lives a life blessed by God. And, and sometimes when God blesses us, you know, those are things are shown in material things are shown in desirable treasures. Isn't it always great when God gives somebody the most awesome piece of property or, or the greatest home and the greatest family and those types of things. And, uh, so this verse is talking about that, but then it's talking about the wise person and, 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 but foolish people just squander what God gives them. A lot of these foolish people squander, and a lot of us come out of that ilk. You know, my parents never had two nickels to rub together or anything like that. And a lot of it's by their own doing and, uh, you know, the way they spent money, and they were greatest people ever. Uh, but, but there's a good reminder here that we're not to squander things, that we're to take things God give us and, and just grow with them and use them. And, and I want to talk about this. I want to get Stephanie's feedback on that, but we'll be right back. Take a second and listen to this commercial here. 
Hey, thanks for coming right back. And, 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 you know, Stephanie, when we think about squandering it, spending it up, uh, there is a treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up, just squanders it out there. What are you thinking here? Well, I think there's, there's a beautiful, um, analogy here. Um, because I think it's saying what it's saying to me is, a wise person, there's something about a wise person's home, the environment, the spirit, the the way the people interact, everything about it will will be something that is magnetic in a good way, where where yeah. people around will will view it as something something that's truly rich. Yeah. And it'll 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 be something that others will see and will be like, we want what you have. There's a treasure there. And I think there's also the analogy here that when you have a wise home, God's blessing will be on it. Um, oil is, is often um, equated with, oh. with, you know, more well-to-do, at least in the Bible times, yeah. there's this idea that, that there's this abundance because this person has wisely invested. They've, they've been a hard worker. And so God's blessed that, but whatever the case is, everything about them radiates Jesus and radiates his blessing because they have chosen the path of wisdom. Yeah. But the, con but then, but then it says, but a foolish man spendeth it up. Yeah. And I have seen where a fool has taken advantage of a wise family, has taken advantage of God's goodness through a wise family and has squandered it, has sought to destroy it, has has just been extremely wasteful yeah. for nothing. And it's evident. There's such a contrast between the wise man and, a, and the foolish man. And you know what's sad is you can have a wise a wise man with a wise home that has a wise dwelling and a fool can be raised in that environment and stay a fool. Yeah. And that's scary. And so yeah, it takes, what kind of person am I being? Am I, am I, am I being a wise person who is reflecting the treasure of Jesus or am I being a fool and squandering the blessing of God for emptiness, for vanity? And that all comes with that sanctification process. And once again, God leads mm -hmm. us down a road where we, uh, we look at that road yeah. and, and, and it continues on. It, you know, there's a good example here. I think in 2121, it says, he that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness and honor. So the things you follow, the things you chase after, the things you're looking for is what you're going to find. You know, mm -hmm. if you follow after righteousness, mercy, honor, and all those cool things, you know what you get? Life, righteousness, honor, and all those cool things. Because yeah. it's life is what we're chasing after. You know, what are we following after? What are we looking? You know, sometimes we get caught up somewhere between the world and God, and that never works, Stephanie. It never works when we try to add a little bit of the world in. It just doesn't yeah. work. And, you know, people have a wrong impression of what godliness looks like. People have a wrong impression of what serving God looks like. People have a wrong impression on what a godly marriage looks like. You know, people think, well, they're all stale. They're all that. No, you got it all wrong. It's the complete opposite of that.
Uh, you know, yeah. we still hang off the rafters. We still do all the crazy things. We just do it with God's blessing and the Holy Spirit of God working in our hearts and souls and a relationship that only God can give and, a, and growth that only God can give and training that only God can give. There's a reason that we're chasing after uh, you know, following after, chasing after righteousness and mercy. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a reason that we chase after these things that are life. Let the dead bury the dead. We want the living to be a living. We want that part of our life. We want to dig into that. And I, and there's a reason for all that. And I think Stephanie, you know, somewhere along the way, if we're not careful, we lose that. We, we think yeah. that somehow in the world, it can be a little bit better. It's not, it's yeah. folks. I've lived there. It's not a good place to live, man. And when God saved me and changed me and brought me out of those things, can I tell And listen, your life doesn't end at the sin or the craziness or the trauma or the abuse. It's like my buddy I was telling you about. It was divorced for eight years. Talking to him was like punching a bruise. And then God got him right, changed his life, gave him another great relationship, changed everything. We got to make decisions. Mm-hmm. We got to pop yeah. out. I mean, I don't know, Stephanie. I just think that if we're not careful... If we're not careful and we don't follow after the things of God, sanctification, the righteousness, the mercy, the holiness, the honor, blah, 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 life, those things that keep us going really good, um, we're going down a road that equals death. Yeah. And that's, that's the importance here is understanding that, again, we have, we have two um, paths because it says he to follow with after. So in other words, we have two paths and you're following something and and you're either following after Jesus Christ because he is righteousness and mercy. Yeah. Or you're following after the devil who has come to, 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 you know, kill and destroy you. And so you you have to make the choice of which thing you're going to follow, but one path leads to life, righteousness and honor. The other path leads to ultimate destruction. Yeah. And you're just not deciding for yourself. I mean, you're deciding for uh, your people, your clan, your tribe, your uh, those people you hang out with. I mean, uh, our friends, all those different things. You're making a decision that includes our families or, you know, even even the most boring individual, never been married person has influence on other people. And when God gets a hold of them and changes them, whoa, look out. And, uh, you know, I went up, it had been two and a half weeks since I went to Starbucks. Yesterday I went to Starbucks. I snuck out and uh, I didn't get close to the people work there. I pulled up to the drive through. I believe I was past my period of being able to give anybody the vid, but just in case I slid my mask on, I pulled up to the counter there and that brother looked at me, who handed me my chai, had a tear in his eye and said, Doug, we missed you. No, you know, folks, can I tell you something, man? You need to be missed out there need to start making it. And that's the, no, there's no glory in this for me. And I don't say this story to make me look good because I'm a no good worm. I mean, I'm of no value at all short of God. I say this to say that even a knucklehead like me with COVID who just spent last week and a half in Europe, came back sick, locked up for a week, finally went back and saw some of my people that I see on a regular basis. And they miss me not because of me, but because of the God that comes through me. 
People miss Stephanie and they want to get to know Stephanie. It's crazy how much people like Stephanie. There's people out there that kind of have a Christian crush on Stephanie. A lot of women and stuff too. I'm not picking on people. I'm not picking on Stephanie. But why is that? It's because of the God that brought her through the fire, the flood, the rain, the murder of her husband, raising eight kids by herself. It's not because Stephanie's this great human being, even though she is, but it's because her God is a great God. So I think somehow, Stephanie, through this, Everybody gets this opportunity to be cool. Everybody gets this opportunity to uh, follow after those right things, uh, to find life, mm-hmm. to find righteousness, to find honor, to find mercy. We all get this opportunity, and that all, all opportunity comes in sanctification, learning things, knowing things. And truthfully, if you look at your church, who do people want to hang around? We don't want to hang around the stuck-up, arrogant, egotistical freaks. We want to hang around the people who are cool that like us. We don't want to hang around people that people equate to being Cinderella's stepsisters. We, we want to hang around with cool, with cool wow. people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't want to yeah. hang around with that dude who all he does is, you know, we think he got crease crud and he stands around and smells and stuff, doesn't say hi to anybody. We, we want the cool people, man. I don't know, Stephanie. Take a minute, wrap this bad boy up, man. Righteousness, honor, mercy, chasing after the good things. I might have got lost there a little bit with COVID bread. Uh, COVID brain. See, bread, it's on my mind, <laughs> the pizza. But anyway, going backwards, Stephanie, think about this. Think about this. Take a minute. How do we find this? How do we chase after this? Well, I think, again, like we've talked about so much this week, um, finding life righteousness and honor those two all those those two those three things all interrelate and all of those things are are what god promises to the person who sets his love on jesus christ and so the solution to you know you're like oh am i a wise man or am i am i being a fool you know if you're going in your mind going i i want to walk with god i want to please him I think of the end of Psalm 91, where God makes the promise that he will be with the person who sets his love on him. So set your love on Jesus Christ, and that will that will result in you following after righteousness and mercy, and hence you will find life, righteousness, and honor. And that's a great place to be, finding that, looking for that, searching that out. Hey, folks, we love you. We'd love to have the opportunity to talk to you about our ministry. We're going to be up in Wisconsin the week of, what week is that, Stephanie? We know we got our friends up there that listen in Wisconsin. We're going to be at Camp Joy if you want to run by and say howdy to us. I think it's like, what, July 21st through the 26th or something. It's like Monday, uh, I don't know. But we're going to be there. Look yeah, us it's, up. Yeah. Yeah. Look it's us that up. last week of, um, yeah, we're going to be there for the Wounded Spirits Family Camp the end of July, and then we'll be there in September for the PTSD. And that's the camp you guys need to sign up for right now, is you need to get a hold of Camp Joy, sign up for our retreat there in September. It's always my birthday week. It's always Sammy's birthday week. I think it's always Daniel's birthday. I don't know. It's a bunch of birthdays. All going on at the same time. Daniel will probably get another cuffling shirt or something. But listen, we love you guys. <laughs> and Sammy, we've been getting him jeans the last couple of years because he keeps on growing. We love you guys. Make it sure you does. get a hold of us. There's Anything we can do for you, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com, Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page. Want to talk to you about the ministry. Want to talk about how we can help you. Want to talk about how you can help us help others. We got people all over the place looking for help. We want to train you in that area. We sure do love you. Hope you have a great day. God bless you. We'll talk to you real soon.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.